0: being in the void helped your echoing a little bit so i would if you could stay
1: in the void that'd be great um i'm always emotionally in the void so physically should be fine
0: hello hello and welcome to the podcast where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas over our favorite characters from degrassi the next generation i'm Kiwi bell and you can join me every week with a special guest to talk about how these characters did whatever it takes and how exactly they made it through Welcome back. We Hello. have taken two weeks off. Um, it was only supposed to be one, but then uh,
1: you you began bleeding to death.
0: I began bleeding to death. Um, not in a serious way, in a um, in a, in a womanly way. <laughs> and... She's so
1: feminine, and also bleeding out on the floor. She's, <laughs> she it's a mystery. Yep. So.
0: Um I'm I would say I'm better now not really but I've gotten it looked at <laughs> which means I'm comfortable enough being on the air this week.
1: The the gash is still there but at least it's been examined. You
0: know. <laughs> you know they haven't closed up my <laughs> vagina yet.
1: The um oh. <laughs> the battle wound. As yes. As
0: well. Oh just all like a list of uh what how men describe vaginas in literature?
1: George R. R. Martin specifically, he called it a swamp. Let's Gross. get out of here. Gross. Disgusting. Disgusting.
0: Disgusting. Um. <laughs> uh. So, what are some? What are? Wait, let's catch up our listeners. Um. What's new with you, Daniel?
1: Um. What's new with me? Um. <laughs> you can't just open it a question like this. The first thing I was like. <laughs> I, I was looking through my phone and I'm like, you know, it's been so long since I've sent a nude picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I hope these nudes aren't outdated. They are. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever tried to take a whole pic before? Because I don't know Well, the what's etiquette different? for
0: this. <laughs> was say, what's different about your butthole?
1: Well, here's... You want to know the full truth. I haven't taken a whole pic um, since I've gotten an iphone with portrait mode on it (laughs) (laughs) and so i just wanted to see (laughs) if portrait mode would improve upon the situation Oh, Um, uh... there's (laughs) (laughs) listen it's no nuance november let me just give it (laughs) to you straight it makes a difference but the difference is not good (laughs) So the sh- short answer is, um, folks, um, if you know a bottom in your life or a verse in your life, um, don't ask them how their whole picks are doing. It's not good. It's not good. It's never good. It's I'm going to start
0: checking on your whole picks. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, next, like, every time I see you, I come home from work, I go, "How are the whole picks?"
1: <laughs> Still subpar.
0: Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I love how that's how we're opening
1: this from two weeks off. Well, if this is also an appropriate. I feel like this is an appropriately, um, just, just crappy, awful way to open up Toby Isaac's episode. Yeah, and yeah. it would be the opening he'd get, like and everyone else. Exactly.
0: Like, We're doing Toby way dirty, just like the show did. But I didn't get to share what's go- what's new with me.
1: <laughs> so you really you asked this question, <laughs> hoping that you could have prompted me to ask the question. But you wanted to appear interested, and then I introduced yeah. the concept of hole pics. <laughs> enough of that. What's going on with you?
0: <laughs> Two things. Two things are new with me besides me bleeding to death. Um, one, I, I have a thousand followers on TikTok, which I'm very proud of. <laughs>
1: You sure did that. You really I did, did that. that. In
0: these last two weeks I have been posting a lot on TikTok and um one one of the series is that I've been doing on TikTok is um that has gotten the most like stirred up the most uh what's the phrase commotion within the fandom is my um next next generation of Degrassi.
1: Oh, yeah. Those have been popping. Those off have since.
0: been. So, yeah, I've um, I'm a little bit famous now and I love that for me.
1: And so... I'm famous by association,
0: <laughs> so which I love exciting. even more. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, and I'm just I'm hoping to grow my TikTok even more. So like, if you are listening to this and you somehow don't follow me on TikTok, I am at OMG is key on TikTok. But um, also the second thing that's new for me this week is that um, I'm not looking at Daniel Herman's face right now. We need to address the elephant in the room.
1: The <laughs> elephant that's not in the room. The elephant which...
0: that's not in the room, which is I'm the elephant.
1: <laughs> I did not call you an elephant. I was, I was, I was with the elephant of our friendship being um, in cl- proximity.
0: Being in the same room. We're still <laughs> in the in... same apartment. Um, but for sound quality's sake, we're attempting to record in separate rooms with our own individual microphones that um won't feed off of each other yeah. like they did the very first time we recorded this podcast and ruined our our pilot episode. Um
1: this is our first attempt at a podcast episode without re-recording it. So we'll let you know. How oh that my goes. god,
0: is it? Um I believe so. The the only one we didn't have to re-record was the um the Halloween special. Yeah
1: the mini which I mean like yeah. we can count that if we want or we don't.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they can be
1: non-canon just like those Halloween minisodes were.
0: They're like it's non-canon to the podcast, but like it counts in life that we didn't have to re-record it. <laughs> so yeah, um for anybody who's wondering, we used to record in the same room sharing a mic. Now we've decided to be a little less codependent and record um with separate microphones in separate rooms to for for the listener's sake so that yeah. there's not a lot of um feedback or echoing
1: yeah this is a new experience for us because we don't talk on the phone we
0: never talk on the phone we like zero talking on the phone the most we've spoken on the phone in the last what two how long have we lived together two years um in the last two years of living together has been me pulling up to the apartment and going hey i'm pulling up Can you help me with the groceries?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. The other times we've spoken have been dire emergencies.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, So if this feels different for us, if this feels different for you, just know that it feels different for us as well. And we're trying to make it work.
1: The emotional toll, staggering. (laughs)
0: Uh, So, yeah, Uh, like you mentioned, this is the Toby Isaacs episode. Unfortunate that we're coming back from a two-week hiatus with an episode that is so not
1: asked for. Listen, <laughs> listen, don't you do, don't you do Tobias McGuire like uh, this. <laughs> Look, don't I you love, do that. I love Toby. And, like, I think he is really the first case of this character really deserved better. I agree. I think he's been done dirty. I think that the actor was very talented. And mm-hmm. I think, um, what was your... Um, what was your theory that um, if only he had grown to be a little taller, this wouldn't have happened to him?
0: Honestly, um, I think, like, it, in those first few episodes, it's heavily coded. Like, obviously, Sean does exist in the second episode where um, he's kind of clearly Emma's love interest. But I think the goal at first was that Sean was going to be the, like, what's the Jake Ryan, um, not Hannah Montana, Jake Ryan uh um, John Hughes, Jake Ryan, Pretty in Pink, no, uh, Sixteen Candles, Sixteen yeah. Candles, Jake Ryan, and then Toby would be the ducky, which like, him his like crush on Emma would have been a way bigger plot point, but like, if Jake that... Goldsby stayed short, so
1: yeah, his only John Hughes moment was in that Breakfast Club episode where he yeah. wasn't even important, so
0: yeah, so let's uh, let's get started, I guess. Um, how should we? Sum up Toby Isaac's arc in three sentences.
1: You know what? Every time this comes up, and every time <laughs> I forget that it's supposed That's to the be the fun. A... It's the fun. It's the see. I was a good student in school. I did the homework. I never do my homework for this. This is insane. It's <laughs> That's always the fun. The, the the trauma of forgetting homework was due <laughs> and then being like, I have to do it on the spot before the teacher comes and gets me. Okay, so <laughs> I'll I, I'm assuming you're making me go first. Sure, yeah. Okay. So Toby Isaacs is a boy doomed for mediocrity from the start. <laughs> He spends the majority of his run (laughs) being friends with more interesting, more talented, or more doomed people than he himself is. (laughs) By the end of his high school career, he escapes with a diploma and not much else.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Mine was similarly bleak. Um For me, it's Toby Isaacs has no arc, period. Uh, He's there to be comic relief and not much else, period. Not even a third sentence, period. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Like, I will say, Toby is the original, like, I don't know what, I want to find a name for these characters. The, the C-plot, like,
1: are, like, are, 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 are real sort of C-plot co-stars or like, I don't know, just like, he, he's just, it's the C-list. It's the C-list. The of,
0: C-list. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. It, he, he's a C-list character. He,
1: he is the host of the C-list and mm-hmm. he, cause all of his plots are cumulatively five mm-hmm. minutes long. And have almost no bearing on anyone else. And if he appears in a bigger plot, it's, it's next to someone else.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Look, we're going to start calling that the C-list. Because Toby's our first example of a C-list uh, character on the show. Meaning that his entire... Everything that goes on with him happens in a C-plot. Or like a B-plot. Because the earlier seasons have only A's and B plots. But he's the original... Where it's like most of his plots take place there and he rare he does not come out of it after a while. Like he starts out with a couple like main plots, but then like peters off and just becomes the the B C plot guy yeah. for the rest of his time there. Even in seasons six and seven, Jake Goldsby is no longer in the opening credits. Like it's he's been demoted so bad that he's demoted to guest star. Not even regular anymore
1: in his own senior year he is in his own
0: senior year the year that his best friend passes away
1: yes (laughs)
0: he's not even a main character
1: yeah he's just there to get distracted and smooch someone and meanwhile Mm -hmm. your best friend's getting stabbed to death
0: yep he's there to be the (laughs) if liberty's the oatmeal then toby's the bowl
1: (laughs) oh god he's not even the raisins
0: he's not even the
1: raisins (laughs) He's the bull.
0: Well, it's because JT has been like throwing his oatmeal at Toby. No, (laughs) this this (laughs) analogy doesn't work.
1: It didn't work in the episode either. (laughs) Uh.
0: JT's sitting here sloughing off his oatmeal onto Toby. Toby's just catching the oatmeal. He's the bull, or he's the like. The uh, napkin,
1: the little bib. The (laughs) The (laughs) The little bib
0: yeah that's those are our feelings on toby let's start talking about his non-existent arc because like when i say that it's not that he didn't have anything to do it's that he does know like growing physically and (laughs) metaphorically (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just look i i was just broken up with by a five foot four man i think i'm salty against short men for
1: at least another three weeks (laughs) listen um that short man in question um (laughs) oh god can i start calling him digi wiener
0: (laughs) yes oh my god you need to read the list
1: (laughs) okay so full disclosure (laughs) my notes (laughs) comprise mostly of the, the grassy wiki page and um what toby lacks in um, narrative plot points, he sure makes up for in, <laughs> in nicknames. The fans on this wiki page have compiled a list of nicknames. And let's just start right here because his full name is Tobias W. Isaacs. Do we know what the W stands for? I have no idea. Is it like the W in Bush? Is that what's happening? I, don't I hope
0: know- it stands for Tobias
1: Wiener. <laughs> Tobias Wiener Isaacs. <laughs> The nicknames on this page are Toby, which is you know his his name is a nickname, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Tobes, which he's referred to by his by his close circle of people, and also Ashley, mm-hmm. um, Tobster, Isaacs, like th- these are like we're we're getting like not very creative <laughs> names. But then yeah. his mother calls him Tiger, which I think is just adorable. Yeah. And then a high tech genius, like high tech genius is here, but like that's just a It's not as much a nickname as it is like a descriptor. Right. And Snake says that. And then we get to the real, the jewels of this section. Um, Wiener by Jay and Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) And then Johnny then graduates from Wiener to Digi Wiener. (laughs) Which I think is just great. I think that's just (laughs) Wiener. And and then our girl, Holly J, really does throw in, um, she calls him Toad. Which I love. Toad. And then Craig just calls him Tony because (laughs) Craig doesn't bother to learn this man's name. Why would he? The ain't shitness of Craig stays just. And then Ashley calls him shrimp because she's a bitchy older sister. And that's what you call your little brother, your little stepbrother. Or a twerp. Shrimp, twerp. And then JT calls him Einstein because he's a nerd. And then, um, Speaking of the little nerd by Hazel, <laughs> um, and then Paige with perhaps my most um, my favorite, my personal favorite, just gross. <laughs> <laughs> Paige's nickname for Toby, gross, gross. And then it's yeah, Rumi, and then randomly Lumberjack by Sheila, and then we have um, Reject, a fun spinner Mason. <laughs> Um, f- for the end of that Reject I love oh my god I feel like SJ Strum with baby names except it's horrible nicknames for your, for your for your little nerd Reject it has that lovely J sound it's
0: got that it's got that lovely J sound and that lovely R sound
1: yes we, we we're not many lovely L sounds because we don't like him Um, I know a lot of <laughs> you uh, prefer Wiener but a, <laughs> but, but a more off the beaten path version would be a Digi, Digi Wiener, Wiener. If S J Strom hears this, ma'am, I I I want I want you to calm my anxiety attacks. Please we, don't be mad at me. We stand S J Strom
0: in this house. If you don't know who S J Strom is, she's a baby name woman on YouTube who makes videos where she talks about names and like the history of names and like what you should name your baby. And it's just everything everything about her is calming and lovely. So, so, but, uh, okay, so let's actually let's, dive into his plot points.
1: Yeah who's who's
0: who's first i'll go first since you went uh first with the um the three sentences so my first plot point is going to be kind of what um it's one of the first things we learn about toby basically like the first thing the very first thing we learn about toby is that he went to summer camp and that his dad um is just moved in with his girlfriend and that he and JT are friends. those are the first three things we learn about Toby. So, we instantly know that Toby is a child of divorce. We never, we don't meet Toby's mom until Parents' Day happens. We know his, we meet his dad and we meet Kate Kerwin, who yeah. is Ashley's mom. But um, we never meet Toby's mom until she shows up for Parents' Day. And um, she's a casting director, right?
1: Yes, yeah, she and is.
0: And that's the one, that's when um, Paige and Ter- or not Terry, Paige and Ashley are fighting to get noticed by her so that she can, like, discover them and, like, cast them in movies and stuff. That is the episode where he fakes the letter to Snake about, um, what was it, that his parents won't be coming to Parents' Day or something?
1: Yes, yes. Let me see. And he didn't do his homework, and so he wants to talk to them, which is weird because right. Toby's a nerd. He should be doing his homework.
0: That's, yeah, like what (laughs) it might be one of those like he's too smart for this situations yeah um or just like when you're what 12 13 it's cool not to do your homework you know
1: i was too good of a noodle for that to be cool it was more just oops embarrassing
0: um... yeah me too yeah
1: i'm too busy passing away from um secondhand embarrassment when the guy next to me doesn't do his homework it's like yep (laughs) same (laughs) like listen i didn't mind this morning but i still did it what are you doing
0: not me letting kids copy my homework because i didn't want them to get uh like in trouble for not doing theirs
1: no ma'am i never
0: told you about that when my teacher called my house because i let a girl copy my math homework
1: wow yeah he was an asshole you were that girl, and he I've was been, that man.
0: I got caught letting people copy my homework twice, and I only romantically liked one of those.
1: <laughs> and th- th- we segue into Keely Bell's romantic choices. Stuff in- <laughs> y- you've been letting men emotionally cheat off of you for oh, so 100%. long.
0: 100%. They've been stealing shit from me my entire life.
1: They've been stealing personality traits. They've been stealing multiple choice answers.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Toby is mostly afraid of getting, of his parents being in the same room. Now, how much do you think Toby being a child of divorce and not just divorce, but, um, um, divorce with animosity. Yeah. How much do you think that affects like his personality?
1: I think all the time. Like, yeah, I, I think that that, willie really informs his need to be supportive and people pleasing and constantly keeping things in check and mm-hmm. you know it really does affect that codependent need to be with people who need to be managed
0: yeah 100 percent. like it's probably why he's so close with jt
1: because it's like jt is so off the wall but also J- even when he's not with jt He's managing Emma. He's managing like right. every single plot he's in. He's always the whoa 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 whoa.
0: Yeah. Voice Call of him. reason yeah. kind of guy. Definitely. Yeah. He's um and I think he's very drawn to JT because of like his JT's like crazy nature. Yeah. And like he feels like he can control him or calm him down or feel like um create stability within him which is like something he probably like now that we think about like this is so sad the years before the divorce were probably so sad for him his parents were probably fighting so much
1: yeah and like uh, another another thing about it is that Toby's not just trying to bring order and peace he's actively um, engaging in the chaos like he like in episode one he jumps in and uh, performs some computer hackery or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's their computer expert. When he, whenever they need someone to help facilitate a tech thing, he's always there, getting in trouble with the rest of them, even though right. he's vehemently against every idea. Right. He's being pulled in there. It's literally. That. Yeah, I
0: totally forgot about this plot point, so I'm just gonna say it now because it has to do with what we're talking about. But when, um, when he cheats for Jimmy in season what three? Exactly. When he like he hacks into the the school system and um
1: and he puts too many eights in there, so instead yeah. of having an eighty eight, it's like <laughs> an eight hundred
0: and eighty eight percent, and or eight thousand or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, dude, you you're such a you you have to be liked, and it's just mm-hmm. not working for you. No one likes you. Yeah, and, and we
0: did talk about his friendship with Jimmy in Jimmy's episode a little bit when yeah. Jimmy was um at their house a lot and i feel like that friendship really could have could have blossomed into something more
1: but you know or at least been discussed or at least been
0: discussed yeah because it's like toby wanted that like cool older brother type and um he 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 had it in jimmy for a little bit and then ashley was a bitch and took it away from him just kidding
1: well also well, well also Jimmy does what everyone does to Toby which is completely forgot he fucking existed.
0: Yeah, and also he not only does he forget he existed, he forgets that he and Toby were friends and then when the uh the cheating plot happens when he hacks into the school's computer thing, um Jimmy treats him like any other nerd. And I'm like you spent a lot of time hanging out with that kid.
1: Yeah, like... It, you were it, at it, his house every day. Yeah, it should have been a bigger deal, and yet it wasn't. <laughs>
0: Playing basketball in the yard. Um, But yeah, so back to Toby's parents. We see when they are fighting in front of Snake um, how toxic their relationship was before the divorce and still is post-divorce. Um, And we see how badly that's affected Toby. And it's really sad, because he just really wanted his parents... To get along for once, and it it doesn't happen because he knows his parents and knows that they won't be able to coexist. Yeah, which is
1: really sad. I'm yeah, that it was very sad, and like he and he did win a little bit with like snapping them out of it, and, and mm-hmm. like his mom said what you said. Really, you know, I took it to heart, and yeah, I wish that that character development had stayed a little bit with yeah. Toby calling people on their bullshit because. We really have this issue of Toby not being able to assert himself in a meaningful way while mm-hmm. still maintaining his friendships. Cause his, and it's his... like
0: you can tell throughout his arc that he's fed up with everything going on around him most of the time. And yet he doesn't. It's like if he does
1: speak up, it ne- no one ever listens or whatever. Yeah. he's he Like we really talk about how Ashley Kerman was a shit friend to Terry, but mm-hmm. everyone behaved to Toby, the way that Ashley behaved to Terry. Oh yeah,
0: J T honestly was
1: not a really good friend to Toby. <laughs> oh, J T was a classic, like type A. I need a second banana, and you're doing nothing. Let me yep. just let me just snatch you up. Like at least Emma and Manny had the decency to not pretend to be his friend for much longer oh yeah what what, once they once once they went into like high school age girls they were like ew you boys are disgusting
0: (laughs) so i think that's all i kind of had to say about that first thing it's like just the the introduction to toby we we see that he is you know obviously taken like some emotional hits in his life already and that being a nerdy little outcast does not help his (laughs) does just doesn't help his case at all um, and that he's like kind of the dweeby little brother to Ashley and just like, he had such potential, like, you know, dweeby little brother characters have such potential. I feel like if they had played more with his relationship with Ashley, yeah, then he would have more to do. But like I said, I, like I've said countless times, maybe the reason why this might be one of the reasons why I can't stand Ashley is that so much of her time was dedicated to being with Craig that we didn't get to develop any of her other relationships
1: yeah, that was really, um, yeah, her, her, um, her kind of single-minded pursuit and, you know, personality trait of I want to be with Craig was
0: mm-hmm.
1: like it, 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 it fucked with the 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 communal flow of everyone being related to everybody else. Yep, which definitely. Is some, which is something that you specifically love about this show about how everyone's connected mm-hmm. in different ways. Exactly. Ashley's connection to literally anyone besides Craig or Jimmy was weak and tangential at best.
0: Yeah, and it's unfortunate because she is like the, the like the the what is the phrase I want to call her the solar plexus, (laughs) you know, like she's kind of the bridge in that first group of. uh,
1: Yeah, because she's the characters. She's the bridge from those popular eighth graders to these rinky-dink seventh graders.
0: Exactly. She and Toby are the bridge. They really should have been like. It's like it's as if if they didn't have Emma being the child of Spike to be the main character, Ashley and Toby should have and would have been.
1: Yeah. I think that would have been um, a very, very plausible sort of way for for the series to have been done completely differently. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. without Emma as the catalyst for literally fucking everything. Literally everything. (laughs) But then I think also... I think the show would have been a little more boring cuz we would yeah, have oh, totally to, we would have had to watch Ashley do more things to other people. Yeah. And also, it sucks that Toby always ends up starting conversations about characters that are more interesting than he is. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We have mentioned 100%. we have mentioned Ashley, Jimmy, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't we, we, can't, we can't we can't stick to the, we, the this is the episode Toby gets It's because he
0: doesn't do anything. He doesn't grow. He doesn't change.
1: Like, for, like, Pora ejemplo. going into the plot point that I wanted to talk to, I'm looking through this wiki page trying to find where, um, Toby's parents make, um, him and JT watch pornography with them because they catch, because they catch them watching porn.
0: Because while everyone else is at the dance, JT and Toby are looking at pornography. Yeah,
1: it's really just, like, and I'll, I'll just chat a little bit about, about Toby's relationship with JT because they do this a lot. Where, mm-hmm. to, where Toby just falls out of grace with everyone around him when it was JT's fucking idea. Oh, yeah. It's always JT's idea. And, like, the, also, um, heterosexual boys, if any of you ever listen to this podcast, um, <laughs> reach out Doubtful. to me. Doubtful. Re- reach out to me specifically and tell me did you ever find it to be a good idea to watch porn with your best bud
0: they do because- it twice on this show because at I, least.
1: I i for one call bullshit what what is this what, what is are you doing? enjoyable about what kind of sitting- hanky panky hokey pokey shit are you doing with your 13 year old best friend you're also 13 in this scenario you're not an old man <laughs> Just wanking it to the to a buxom blonde. Together. Love, together. Like, what's what,
0: the like, point? I'm so confused. And they do it twice. Like not only JT and Toby do it, but who was it? It was when Marco was at the sleepover. Oh,
1: it was but, Spinner and Jimmy. Uh, okay, but that was to prove a point.
0: Well yes, but they still did it.
1: Yeah, but, like, I have a hard time believing that Spinner and Craig would just be like, hey, we're playing video games. We want to see a naked lady and let's jerk off to it. No, but they
0: do. It wasn't, like, no, they weren't, they didn't bring it out for Marco's sake. They brought it out because Spinner wanted to watch the people fuck on the pool table. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, wait. And then Marco's like, oh, I'm not looking at the
1: ladies. And then Spinner, like, vomits. (laughs) Uh, and once again, we are bringing up a more <laughs> oh interesting my scenario than anything Toby's been in. He was literally there when his best friend got stabbed. Okay, yeah. that—that's <laughs> my—that's my plot point. I guess that's my point is that no, Toby no, no gets... we
0: need to talk. We can talk more about the the porn episode. So, I thought that was a really fun um, exploration of teen boy uh, stupidity and also sexuality.
1: Yeah, because like it's one of those things where, like, as a gay person watching this, I'm like. That's, that's gay. That's yeah, gay. right? That's, that's gay to pursue. And honestly, Toby Isaacs being gay later, a late in life gay, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I, would, I, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked at least with him um, dipping a toe in. You, uh, you know? know who
0: I could see Toby being in 2020? Whom? Is one of those men on TikTok who wears the maid dresses. Oh, no. <laughs> but like mostly, oh, no. mostly for the female gays. It's not like he's like doing it for his own fun it's cuz he's like oh i heard that girls like guys in maid dresses and which
1: Toby Isaac's dressing for the female gaze in a maid's uniform <laughs> i've been transported to mars <laughs> I am no longer on this planet. Mm-hmm. I, I have gone far away.
0: But You can see it, right?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I can see it. I can see it. I just see. It. Does he put lipstick on those big pouty lips of his? Cause, he's wow. got
0: great lips. He's oh. got.
1: Listen, I could take a nap on those lips. I really yeah, could. Yeah, he's got. I really and could. that's
0: unfortunate that we didn't get to watch him kiss more people. Though he did end up having like a couple
1: weird random makeout sessions. Yeah. And, and let's just let's just get this out here. Um Toby Isaacs in the beginning, he's you're in the worst part of your life oh, the yeah. way you're gonna look. Um so of course he's gonna look rinky dink. Emma looked rinky dink, Manny oh, looked rinky dink, JT did, everyone looked rinky dink. by the time Toby grew into, you know, a, 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 a an adult human body, mm-hmm. um a mac make I almost said macable, but macable, a macable yeah. man. A mac-able oh yeah, one hundred percent. A one hundred percent mackable man. Like Jake so, Goldsby could get it. He sure can. He's I, married I, now. I hope I hope he does. I hope he has an extramarital affair. And, no, and, no, he just got married. And fucks a podcast host. I th- <laughs> I, I hope he does. I,
0: if, maybe... if I get to fuck any of the Degrassi cast members off of this podcast, I hope it would be Luke Billick.
1: <laughs> okay, we all want to fuck Luke Billick. <laughs> okay. <sighs> yeah, that, Yeah, i I'm like shoot for the stars. All you want. Oh,
0: I... wow! <laughs> he just, this My best friend just called me ugly, everybody. He just said that that is outside of my realm of possibility.
1: Okay, ma'am. Everyone, a show, with a show of hands, which one of these listeners believes that they are attractive enough to fuck Luke Billick? Oh, no one? Cool. I'm raising
0: my hand.
1: <laughs> You're raising your hand. I can't see you. We're not in the same <laughs> room anymore, so I can't call you out on it. <laughs> This is the deterioration of our
0: relationship. (laughs) One of my takes on this was that um, JT and Toby are just like the skeezy, like dweebs for a little like incel energy for those first couple seasons.
1: Yeah, they really are. But they're supposed to be good guys. Yeah. I think the viewpoint, we were still recovering from the idea that skeezy nerd um, sneaking looks at at women's boobs without the consent yeah. could still what we're still protagonist material
0: exactly because they also do the same thing not the same thing but like remember they try to sneak into Snake's um, bachelor party in season two
1: yeah yeah they 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 did and, and try to
0: see Fancy the stripper
1: even though fucking Craig was allowed in until he wasn't J- well he he was he was gonna. He was gonna do. He was gonna be
0: able to at least be at the top of the stairs and sneak a peek because Joey wasn't aware he was trying.
1: Yeah, he was trying to grease the wheels and trying to, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, be in the peripheral, but he couldn't peripheral with fucking JT and Toby Toby having the the cartoon eyes and the cartoon like tongues rolling on the floor, creating a red carpet for fucking what was her name. Fancy. For fancy to walk down the red carpet of two Mm -hmm. adolescent tongues. Tongues. Just just... (laughs) townges, if you will.
0: But yeah, like they were, they spent those first couple seasons being tiny and horny. And I love that for them. Like that's a cute, it's a really, it's an adorable kind of trope. And you're right. It shouldn't be protagonist material, but somehow we evolved JT into the kind of guy that we would cry when he gets stabbed to death.
1: Well, and, and that's because we knew at the heart that this behavior was not yeah. or at least we, we we were we were told and the stories were crafted in such a way where we this wasn't their only trait. They were still, you know, you right. know, lovable kids who care about their friends. Like in the beginning, they all go to the hotel to rescue fucking Emma from that yeah. pedophile. So we know that they're good kids. <laughs> yeah. It's um, just they're also tiny and horny. The Toby <laughs> Isaac story.
0: <laughs> um, my second plot point is kind of uh, aside from JT's death, the meatiest Toby's plots ever got. Once again, it's only uh, it's only partially Toby's plot, but it was the fact that and i know you have a strong opinion on this as well i think i hope our second plot points kind of meld into each other a little bit yeah yeah um which is that they made the bold choice to make toby rick's only friend before he shot and paralyzed james brooks
1: oh <laughs> then God. was murdered in That's... the hallway <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I do have strong opinions on this. I do. Yes.
0: So, um, dead ass. their first interaction is the, the kissing competition. They become friends after that.
1: Oh, so it's my second plot point that yeah. really... Do you want me to just...
0: I mean, yeah. We can touch okay. on them both kind of at the same time. Like,
1: you can... Uh- uh, we're uh, we're doing a double, we're doing yeah, we're, we're double teaming, so, <laughs> the kissing competition, um what I, and this really goes into the hottest take I have, which is um Toby should have gotten Rick's plot line prove me wrong Ooh. Uh, that's that's my no nuanced November take, and uh, by
0: Rick's plotline, do you mean just
1: dating Terry? I think he could have dated Terry, I think that they had. More compatibility and more stuff to talk about. Um, Because what better way to get on your stepsister's nerves than to date Date her her best best friend?
0: friend. Yeah.
1: That would have been so juicy. That would have been really juicy. It would have been the twist of the century. Y'all wanted Mm -hmm. a twist. So uh, when I watch this episode and I watch, you know, Rick and Toby be friends, like, yeah, well, they're both losers. We get that. Yeah. Um, Toby's a loser really more out of people just being shitty to him. Whereas yeah. Rick, whereas Rick, there's reason for people to be shitty to him. Exactly. Because he's 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 abused his girlfriend. He pushed his girlfriend to death onto a rock. And yeah. you don't just do that. So they're striking up an accord. A lot of boys, a lot of um, especially, you know, these incel, you know, school shooter types. Yeah. They have friends. And so this is a scary reality of like, you know, the, and I think um, Linda Schuyler and Steven Stone did a, did um, a serviceable job giving mm-hmm. Rick a realistic support group, not the best support group, but like, you know, Rick wouldn't be able to make, would be able to make at least a friend. Right. And Toby is susceptible to being friends with this guy because um, this is was this on the heels of JT being a little more popular now? And yes, this is ha-
0: exactly when that happens.
1: Yeah, because the, it's they set up the um the sequence perfectly where JT it is really good where JT um you know sort of reaches a, a higher echelon of kids and mm-hmm. he just sort of goes goes off and dumps Toby behind right just, show, just showing that JT was not really a really good he friend wasn't. he wasn't he wasn't like. <laughs> unfortunate that he got murdered before they could ever resolve those points because Mm -hmm. you know toby had legitimate beef that i don't think he ever expressed and so when he goes to rick who is the only person that is lower than toby at this point is Rick exactly and exactly and you know so when they had when they entered this this kissing competition which had it been had this kissing competition been a plot in like a 1950s sitcom, it would have been <laughs> a wholesome a plot uh, <laughs> with uh, with protagonist energy, and the girl would have just been so jazz just to just to get noticed. Oh my god, yep. Toby, you're so you're so romantic, yep. and but now in this like you know. A little woker society. The 21st century. The 21st century. It's, oh, this is the maturity level we're at with Toby. Yeah, it's we're that you
0: have, to act, you have to beg girls to kiss you, and not even in a romantic sense, yeah, like the, because it's in a competition.
1: Yeah, because Toby injures himself to get a kiss on his boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the stooping is low. The stooping yeah. is low. <laughs> and also, the, Toby's romantic... Like Toby's whole thing with Emma of like having this really kind of pathetic crush on her when she never gives him the time of day. Like that that kissing competition happened. It was like, oh my God, we're back with slow motion Emma Toby. Right. He's got no no more development than this. He's still just this pathetic. And then by the time Mm -hmm. Rick, you know, does what Rick does, which is shoot Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) By the time Uh, Rick.
0: Commits a crime. T- attempted murder.
1: Toby is now not only back down to the bottom of the social tier, people now have a legitimate reason because he was right. Rick's friend.
0: Exactly. And
1: exactly. JT, JT shuns him. And it's like, JT, you, this is your fault. Yeah, basically. You, ab- you abandoned your best friend. Your best friend found the only person who would talk to him. And then that guy shot someone. Yep. D- yep. And, like we're not expecting James Tiberius York to be that self-aware but at least like you've been pals with Toby for how long?
0: Exactly.
1: And, and you like, just let it happen?
0: <laughs> when Rick dies and Toby is rightfully mourning the death of his friend, like everybody in his life is like how can you be sad right now? And Toby's like he's my he was my friend. He was my one of my only friends. And it's 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 hard to accept the fact that Rick is a person that can be mourned.
1: Yeah. And this is something that I think where my hot take comes in, um, because I love when people suffer. Right. Wouldn't it have been so much worse, just so incredibly worse (laughs) to have this whole plot line happen to Toby? And then we have to bring in every single character who we've started this series with into a tragedy where they all have to face mourning someone who's done something so terrible. Because the fact of the matter is, we have this narrative of the loner with no friends who commits a terrible deed. And, you know, eventually we get over them because they they were inconsequential. Granted, there are loner types like that who do this. But then there are the people... Like fucking Kyle Rittenhouse, who have yeah. everyone knows who he is. Everyone is connected to him in some way. In his social right. circles, his mom's involved. The, the fucking my pillow guys involved. Right. Like, like we we have people in our lives who, under the appropriate circumstances, not like appropriate, but under the uh, the the right the amount right of pressure, yeah. the right circumstances, um, are capable of performing monstrous acts of violence and having that happen to toby granted i don't think that toby deserved that to happen to him but the way people treat him on this show i i wouldn't have been shocked had he gone that way
0: and it is interesting because right after rick dies right after the shooting happens toby does like this that honestly like plot wise not much would change if toby had been in rick's shoes because Toby's character does essentially die with Rick because he doesn't do anything else after. Nothing else. He does literally zero things else until seasons six and seven when he's already been demoted to guest star.
1: Yeah, cause... and he's, he only exists to mourn JT.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that, right after Rick is when JT, obviously they have the whole, like, how can you possibly mourn Rick whole thing happened to toby but then that's when jt becomes good friends with danny and danny kind of becomes the new toby yeah and toby has not much of a place and it's unfortunate (laughs) so like i am not saying i agree with your hot take i still think that there's a, a certain amount of sympathy for toby that you couldn't possibly give to a school shooter on a television show and have it feel right um but it it, like structurally it would have worked out just fine had it been Toby
1: because he doesn't
0: do shit else after.
1: Yeah. And it really is. It's, um, I, I understand and do sort of agree with your point that, you know, giving a lot of sympathy to someone who commits that Mm -hmm. commits that level of just evil to a place. Like it's hard to give that empathy and, you know, I I flip back and forth every day. I just think narratively, like, just the idea that, you know, people treat Toby so shittily and he just does nothing to really retaliate. And, like, I'm not saying it would be satisfying to see him retaliate in in a way that's so awful, but even just to to have, narratively speaking, him snap and do something that would hurt people, but just in a less extreme way. And
0: I think that's what the series does end up trying to do with Hunter later in the series is like um, have him have him introduce him as somebody that we can be like, oh, this kid likes video games. This kid, you know, he's a nerd that we can relate to. Like we all know a hunter and then bring out his true colors of he's a little bit of an incel. He's a little bit of uh, an entitled rich kid. He's the kind of kid that would shoot up the school and almost does, but then they, they rein him in and they go, uh, actually he, he's capable, but he also has the willpower to not. And that would have been an interesting thing to give to a character like Toby, um, is, is if, you know, you see him get to a breaking point and then see
1: him get help and treated. Um, is have we double teamed to this plot point enough? Basically,
0: yeah. Like that was all I really had to say about yeah. his friendship with Rick.
1: Because what what I want to segue into is that there are plots that a plot that we gave to Toby that I really resonate with, mm-hmm. and that we could have discussed more <laughs> and and gotten into his trauma a little more is his right. eating disorder.
0: He was the first eating disorder on the series of on the the recent series.
1: Yeah. Emma Nelson, step aside. This is <laughs> this is Toby's ground now. So Toby's eating disorder. He's got. He's on the wrestling team because um, he's trying to be. He's trying to, you know, claw his way into not feeling like he sucks all the time, and so right. he's, he's trying to trade up. And he joins a sport, and his eating disorder. He's trying to get into a better weight class, and so mm-hmm. he he's making
0: weight so that. Um... He can beat the small kid under
1: him. Yeah, which, I mean, if you're if you're a smart kid, yeah, not a smart adult, a smart adult will go, you're starving yourself, going to pass out and die. But a right. smart kid's going, I can't possibly beat the big boy. I'm a nerd. But if I make weight so I'm the biggest of the small fries, Exactly. I can be king of the small fries. Precisely. <laughs> and that's something that I think a lot of um, – men a lot of you know like a male eating disorder because you know as someone who's who you know suffers from disordered eating I wouldn't say the full-blown disorder but like you know my relationship to food and my relationship to my weight and relationship to my relate relating to other people is Mm -hmm. certainly skewed right and Mm -hmm. you know if I had to join a wrestling team in order to um have friends um I was tall I would have been with the big boys. There's no right. question. And in or- in order for me to be twinkie enough, in order to be with the kids, <laughs> <laughs> girl, I would have done the same thing Toby You did. would have had
0: to be I a, a whole string bean.
1: A whole bean pole. A it, whole bean pole.
0: And I think it is important to, um, to recognize that Toby's motivation for this eating disorder is not one that we immediately think of when we think of an eating disorder we think uh we think of eating disorders we think body dysmorphia you don't like the way you look you you know you feel fat right but toby's is entirely i need to seem big i need to like he's he's making himself smaller to seem large and to seem important
1: yeah it's it's the idea of um making your body look like something to fit into Mm -hmm. a prescribed set of rules. Usually the prescribed set of rules is society in general, but the prescribed set of rules here is, is wrestling. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, people have spoken out in wrestling now about, you know, making weight is Mm -hmm. deadly. And you shouldn't be trying.
0: Tells him that.
1: Yeah. Coach Armstrong, Coach Armstrong is always out here with with the moral fortitude. Don't oh, yeah. try and make weight, sir. He never pushes to Toby to make weight. he just says you're 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 in the weight class that you are, and trying to make weight is is harmful to you and we yep. we did that to him, and then that it never really comes up again where he's trying to make himself fit in right. um, in a way that it's it's front and center, you right. know
0: like it goes so far as to him passing out on the. The what's it called? Is that a wait? A wrestling mat ring
1: on the ring. Ring a yeah. wrestling ring. He's passed. He's passed out in the ring. But I think that you know he never really goes to those extremes again. And mm-hmm. in a, in DeGrassi, you do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And and Toby doesn't do whatever it takes ever again.
0: What right? <laughs> wait, what was he doing to lose the weight? I think that's important to to talk about too. I he think- was.
1: He was starving and only eating, like, bars, I think. He was
0: starving and also taking laxatives.
1: Laxatives, yes. And- yeah, he was shitting himself to death. <laughs> and listen, as someone who has um, toyed with the idea of a laxative, laxatives are dangerous to people with, with disordered eating because the idea mm-hmm. of just, oh, I'll just poop more. Oh, that's so easy. Yeah. Oh, my God. That will destroy your stomach enzymes. Let me tell That'll you something. That will destroy your stomach. It'll destroy your butthole. You you want you want to talk about hole pics? <laughs> you want to talk? Portrait mode will reveal all. You we will be able to see it, Hun. honorable Hon. will be able
0: to see those laxatives <laughs> you took yesterday.
1: Paige Michael Juck pulling you aside, Hon, <laughs> I can see your laxatives in your hole pics. <laughs> girls supporting girls. Women supporting women, Han, don't use portrait mode <laughs> on your whole pics. We can tell you use lags. <laughs> we were at the very, we were at the very serious eating disorder plot where, where we get to see a different area of Toby's um, personality, where he. Okay. Where he where he gets to examine, you know, the, the, his his more jock side, and yes, and that doesn't turn out well for him, and we never get to, we never really get to see him. Yeah, you know. like
0: does he leave the wrestling team after that?
1: I think Armstrong probably throws him off, and
0: probably yeah.
1: But like we don't see any other tactics for Toby to try and get him as a popular <laughs> kid. I think like, that he was like the...
0: <laughs> it failed one time. I'm never trying again.
1: And you know what? Um, the the cool kids, the Degrassi at the degrassi high school the degrassi community school mm-hmm. um we don't say they never make mistakes what we're saying is they never stop trying and toby stopped trying so that's why he wasn't cool
0: yep 100 percent.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so i think we've discussed that eating disorder plot yes. don't don't i'm don't don't let society tell you how to be shaped, guys don't oh
0: yeah and, definitely. And
1: gentlemen, if you've ever experienced disordered eating, you're not by yourself and I will not make fun of you and your whole pics. I will <laughs> simply I will simply tell you as a person who's experienced at least part of that like they exist. If your girlfriend um tells you it doesn't exist, dump her. Yeah. Um you just you, you,
0: women you, especially should know. Like if if a man is showing any signs of you know, eating like any unhealthy relationship with food, may it be restriction or like binge eating that's cause for concern.
1: Yeah. Just as it would be with a woman. Yeah. And we should be able to clock it. We should be able to, um, be supportive and, um, you know, be just as supportive and concerned and get, and throw, you know, love at those, at, at Mm -hmm. those guys or those masculine presenting folks who, um, is, that's a big problem. It really is. Yeah.
0: And it's like, especially in sports, especially in like, you know, athletics and things like that, where your body is like, your your is the thing that you're selling. It's the thing that you're using and it's, um, you know, athletes have that problem a lot. And even characters like, I'm sure Jimmy has had issues with food,
1: you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we have Jimmy, you know, we have... You know, <laughs> honestly, a good plot to have given Riley.
0: Oh, one hundred percent
1: would have been. You know, the I have to be bulk. I have because we because we did give him the steroids plot, but yeah. also like the food thing. You know, also even later on with you know gay men. You know, gay men have a lot of you know problems with eating disor- with disorder mm-hmm. eating and eating disorders in general. And you know, or God forbid, we give Zane a plot once in a while. Right. You know, like it. it there are. It deserves more explore- exploration, it deserves serious, you know, mm-hmm. consideration. And I think that they did a, a fine job doing it for one episode, yeah, the, just, for a just kid the who one wasn't
0: even really an athlete,
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, I think also shining it on you know that nerdy kid trying to mm-hmm. be an athlete and not succeeding, and it showed the determination that we love from these kids the determination right. to always try and succeed. And where that ends up with you, you know, yeah. where that takes you and that can take you in, in dangerous places. And so that was, that's probably my favorite plot point of Toby's because it yeah. showed it showed him taking initiative and there are consequences and mm-hmm. he learns. And I just wish there, were, there could have been more follow-up plots like yeah. that for him.
0: Like, honestly, I want to watch that episode again. And because I think that might have been the episode that made me think, like, Toby honestly would have been our one of our main main characters if Emma did not exist I think that was the episode I was watching when I went this is main character material for Toby yeah and it's unfortunate that they really really sidelined him
1: yeah and I I don't know Jake Goldsby we are Jake Goldsby stands oh yeah on this pod um we your performance was always so yeah genuine and so Funny, and and the so sweet, sweet. That's the part that really
0: gets me too. Cause it's like, he's a good actor. Sometimes when they, you know, don't give much to characters, it's because those actors aren't giving them a lot to work with. I'm not going to name names, but we all probably know who we're all talking about. We didn't know.
1: But Jake Goldsby did that for us. He
0: was not one of those. He, he was a really hard. talented
1: actor. Jake Goldsby walked so that these bitches could run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Camp. Hunter Hollingsworth.
1: He did that for you. He is your (laughs) god.
0: (laughs) My last plot point for Toby is one of his last plot points at all, which is um, him and Holly J striking up an interesting friendship. And I thought it was just freaking lovely. So the whole thing is that he is um, secretly tutoring her. I don't remember what the subject was. I'm assuming it's like math or some... Science or whatever. Yes. Um, and he's secretly tutoring her while she is teaching him. So her end of the bargain is to teach him um, how to dance through Dance Dance Revolution, which is a video game so that like, he can understand.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which, and it's honestly, for Jim. Such, um, such a good plot. So, it is. So cute because it's, it's, it's one that's well... Tested, well-worn, mm-hmm. you know, a cool girl and a nerd have to exchange, you know, I'll teach you this, you teach me that. Right. We, both, we both learn a little more than we were expecting exactly. in the end. And, but it was executed so cute.
0: And also, I think what um, makes it, like, it adds a little spice to this plot, is this is fresh off the heels of J.T. York's untimely demise. And Holly J. is a Lakehurst student, and this is right after the war on Lakehurst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes and also um correct me if i'm wrong d- doesn't um doesn't toby stand up for himself in this episode a little bit yes. he yeah i i believe holly j refuses to acknowledge their relationship um the symbiotic you know relationship yes she, she then, calls
0: him toad like in pr- public but like in private she's er to him
1: yeah and then at, at some point he just goes you know what you're um you're scared and you're vapid and, you know, Yeah, um, uh, I I was just your math teacher, I guess. And you yeah, know, that's again, that's the energy. Why didn't we give Toby this energy? This was the energy that I wanted him to give to JT. This yeah. Is the energy I wanted him to give to Emma, to Manny, because they were all friends. And mm-hmm. then like, you know, he, he never got any of those moments with any of them. He just had to be there, I guess. Right. Right.
0: Um, but yeah, and this whole, this whole thing with Holly J is really funny because it's like, obviously we said Toby spends the majority of those first few seasons very horny and like r- vying for female attention wherever he can get it. Um, and he has probably the coolest girl in all of Lakehurst's attention here, but he's not romantically interested in her in her at like, like at all. And then Holly J ends up developing feelings for him. It's extremely vague, and they never mention them ever again, except in that one mini-episode. But, like, she ends up developing feelings for Toby. So I think I think the point of this episode is to show... Well, first of all, to give a nice little, like, nod to Jake Goldsby, since he had been demoted in these last few seasons. Um, and to be like, we're going to give Jake something, like, to to, to, to do he, to do, and like to show him that we like him and we value him yeah um, so they they made holly j know, recognize that toby's a cool guy regardless of his um of his place in the social hierarchy of high school regardless of his nerd status regardless of the fact that he can't dance and she tells him like at the end of the episode she's like i'm willing to date you when he didn't even bring it up like at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's what it is I'm willing to date him. he's like you think that like, I want to date you wow really?
0: you're a bitch no and then he's like I, and he goes uh, according to the wiki he says Toby Isaacs calls the shots and he like walks away with a shit eating grin and I love that for him it was yeah. an excellent um, just a long overdue Toby standing up for himself um, against a popular person who's trying to, who's trying to seem like she's doing him the biggest favor in the world by Gracing him with her presence, oh. uh, but yeah, I love that plot for, for Toby. I love that plot for Holly J. This isn't a Holly J. episode. We're not going to go on another tangent about another character <laughs> on Toby's episode, but although
1: we could, we could,
0: but we sure could. Um, <laughs> I just I, I really enjoyed that plot for Toby. I thought it was an excellent last plot. Does not serve as a good enough send
1: off, though. Oh, absolutely not! Absolutely not. Yeah,
0: he didn't get a send off. Like, at all.
1: No, he just shows up to graduation at some point.
0: (laughs) He Well, they have the whole prom episode in which Liberty is a slut. (laughs) And
1: uh, right, with Damien
0: on Emma. And Toby's just kind of there. He's, like, he's trying to be Liberty's voice of reason, but she's not listening. Like, no one ever listens. So we can, um, with that being said, we can dive right on into ships.
1: Uh, Tobias Isaac's um, relationship ships. Uh, We're like yes. nope, to-
0: that- Toby Isaac's <laughs> relationships. Yes, um, still don't had- know what
1: that W is for. So
0: he- he- he's had one, <laughs> a single ship, like one and a half,
1: basically. because yeah. we have Kendra, mm-hmm.
0: and Kendra, the queen of the black hole. Yeah. Um. So Toby starts out like his first ship is with Kendra Mason, who is one gavin spinner mason's younger adopted sister now my question for you daniel herman (laughs) is how much of toby and kendra's relationship do we think was a young 12 13 year old toby isaac's um fetishizing
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) god no, oh, I hate it. I hate it because, like, because, like, it really is. We're saying it without saying it. She plays video games. Yeah, she's, she likes anime. She's freaky, like, mm-hmm. uh, and she's she's Asian
0: and mm-hmm.
1: like, 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 what?
0: Okay, here's the, the here's the thing. Why? Okay, I just so like other than like for diversity, we stand diversity in this house. Obviously, yes, we love obviously. it. But the the fact that she is Spinner's sister is the part that doesn't add up to me. Like...
1: Yeah, it's, uh, like like to me, the reason why I'm like, we cast this Asian actress, oh, we can go the anime nerd geeky route and like, that will make a lot of sense. And I'm like, oh, oh, the, the logic does not pan out once you really think a little more critically. Yeah. Because it seems like the, the Spinner, the, her being Spinner's sister is the main reason she's there. Right. But... But we go into this fetishization bit, and it's it, it's never explicitly stated, but the vibe is The there. vibe is
0: there. That Toby really likes anime, and he likes Kendra because she likes anime, and they bond over anime. And, like, mm. it's, it's a thing that, like, I'm sure...
1: It's a thing that happens. It's a It's a, a, thing, it's a thing. Yeah. So- L- listen, this house, we are not politically against weebs. No. Some we, of my best friends we, are weebs. <laughs> some of my best friends are weebs. It's just we we um we experience um perhaps some weeb related trauma. Yes. Some weeb related trauma and so when we see it portrayed in on our computer screens by degrassi of the next generation, um we we're, we're transported right back into those weeby, weeby times yes. where we had some weeby, weeby boys mm-hmm. um, behave in weeby ways and made us feel um, unbelievably uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> good one. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank You're you. <laughs> but um, other than that, Toby and Kendra's relationship was actually pretty cute.
1: It was, um, was it, was it the healthiest? Um, she, she stood up for herself a bunch of times, but then she just randomly stopped doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: She stood up for herself a lot, but she was also like a little bit mean to him. Right.
1: Oh, she was a lot mean to him. Right. She was, yeah. Um, she was, um, the exact same way my first girlfriend, uh, treated me. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of hitting, a lot of hitting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a, a lot of threats of violence, a lot of "you listen to me" or "I'm gonna put," or I'm gonna get my brother to push you to a locker, right? Sort of things, and like the power dynamic, I, it was very '90s, '2000s feminism, and it if, was very much yeah,
0: it was very feminism, and it was very like nerd boy likes to be pushed around kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it, like like if we're being realistic, if we're being honest, Toby Isaacs these days wants to be stepped on. Oh, 100 like, He sure does. And he developed that kink with Kendra Mason. Kendra Mason <laughs> invented Toby Isaacs being a sub. And, 100%. And I think that that... Um, if we do, if we if we get out, where are they now? Oh God! Toby, Toby is getting stepped on by his hot Asian wife.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like Jake
1: Goldsby, we do we have the part for you? You get to be stepped on. Aquafina's <laughs> in the other room. She's gonna step <laughs> on you and scream.
0: But yeah, Toby and Kendra are very cute and pure. Um, except when he's being beat up by Spinner for just. Having an attraction to his sister,
1: um, yeah, uh, yeah, like you did. You, my my sister, dating a nerd. You dating? You dating my sister? <laughs> That's my sister. You nerd. <laughs> listen here. Oh, oh, what? Wait, what's the uh, reject? He reject. You are dating my sister? <laughs> that doesn't make us friends. That doesn't make us friends.
0: Yeah, Spinner was awful to him. While he was dating Kendra, and then <laughs> Spinner
1: was awful to a lot of people. Remember
0: the episode Spinner. where JT told Toby to get condoms just in case he and Kendra have sex, and then oh,
1: and then she's like, "You, you got condoms." <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: My favorite—that's my favorite Kendra Mason moment when she shoves Toby into the locker and she goes, "How old am I?" And he's like,
1: "How old am I?"
0: Twelve. <laughs> and, and she's like, "And you thought I would have sex with you?" pervert and then she walks away and he's like jt <sighs>
1: <laughs> just another another case of james tiberius york being a shitty friend yeah
0: yeah 100 <laughs> percent. Though he does pay the price for that
1: he sure does he
0: becomes the condom glowworm.
1: <laughs> he he does mm-hmm. he really does um oh.
0: but yeah what else is there to say about toby and kendra anything
1: no they were they were um a succinct compact relationship
0: yeah they were cute um they we don't get to see them break up because she gets black hole before they can
1: yeah um she requested a black hole pick and and toby sent her into the black hole
0: (laughs) That we couldn't give kendra a proper send-off so that we could get closure with her and toby
1: but yeah i think she did deserve better than that Mm -hmm. you know Yeah. yeah she was a fine she was a fine enough character i'm sorry that her like, I think the real-life actress's mom, like, had some issues with it. What The,
0: the, the rumor is that she, um, her parents didn't support Manny's abortion episode. And that was when she was written off, which timeline-wise works.
1: Yeah, uh, I suppose so. that works.
0: Uh, but oh, well. it's still just a rumor. No one really knows. Um, so, moving on from Kendra and Toby. Toby's only have- other, like, half of a ship. Was is to-biberty. to
1: Tobibberty, Tibberty, um, um, Tobibberty Van Isaacs,
0: <laughs> Van Isaacs, um, Van Isaacs, and it happens. How much of Toby and Liberty do you think was trauma response, and how much do you think was genuine?
1: Um, here's the thing those characters would um work well together, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that Liberty loved JT for. No discernible reason, right? Like Ryan Cooley. Listen, I I I do appreciate big fans. Um, Toby, Toby got you in the looks department. Those lips, a little bit, honestly. Yeah, Toby was hotter. Going back to those lips, yeah, Toby was hotter. Toby was hotter of the two of you, and um, I think um, we just didn't. We were too afraid of of um Toby's raw sexual power. (laughs) And and we did and we didn't let those two pairs of luscious lips get together earlier. We were afraid it would be too pornographic too for a Canadian children's program. For this children's program, we can't have those lips together. With the, those lips. Oh, well, 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 the the FCC, the Canadian version of the FCC, will be on our asses oh, for those lips. Oh my god. Oh my
0: god, but. <laughs> So you're of the opinion that JT, or not JT, that Liberty, you're of the opinion that Liberty and Toby should have been a thing sooner.
1: I think they should have been a thing sooner. And I think that that would have been um, a way to get Toby into the friend group that he was supposed to be in. Because yeah. his friend group was never supposed to be just JT because their relationship was toxic. Right. Um, another hot take, Toby and JT's friendship, rotten. No, I wouldn't uh, say rotten. Rut. I would say
0: uh, I would say that JT was not as good to Toby as he was, or I was as Toby was to him. Um, and but he, they all and he just treated Toby like a sounding board most of the time.
1: Yeah, and I think that they, they could have been friends later, but they really did need to have a break in order to grow as people. Because mm-hmm. JT did become a decent fucking guy. Yeah. You know, especially when he got you know the job as a children's show host. Mm-hmm. When he had his relationship with Mia, like it, like he he developed his humanity a little bit, right? And I think if Toby and Liberty had had a shot to at least explore, because they have more mutual interests, they're more in, they're they're two of the more intelligent people on this show, right? And they um they wouldn't have fucking gotten each other in so much trouble all the time, yeah. And they also could have had at least the option to respect each other, although. In the Halloween mini-sode, we see that Liberty does not respect Toby, Um, when she's, when she's right. Prime Minister. <laughs> when she's <But> Prime Minister. <laughs> I, but I believe that at least they would have had a better shot of, like, a more tangible relationship based on mutual respect and interest. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that could have been fun. I, yeah, I could But really also, that. the canonical relationship. Lots of trauma response. Yeah. Lots lots of trauma response.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, they were both mourning JT. So the, let's set the, we're setting the scene. We're in Bubby's car.
1: <laughs> Keely's favorite scene of all time. Uh,
0: of all time. We're in Bubby's Her car. Her favorite scene.
1: We're in Bubby's car. And
0: um, Toby, I don't even remember exactly what the inciting circumstances are. All I know is that Liberty's outside of the window and she leans in and kisses Toby through the car window yes and um it's and it's like weird and everyone's kind of like what's going on like manny that's when she calls toby cuckoo bananas and she's like what, are you cuckoo bananas you're kissing your dead best friend's ex-girlfriend that he was still in love with when he died
1: <laughs> Yeah, and um and, didn't d- didn't liberty van Zen also get um didn't her water break in that very same she, car it did it 100 percent did so really, the um, it was a call back to Bubby's car, part one, where <laughs> Liberty Van Zandt. her water breaks. and goes, not in <laughs> Bubby's car. They now have their first kiss inside the very car that she broke. Water. And their emotional water breaks, yes. Their emotion, their emotional water breaks. <laughs> I, 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 and that really speaks to the trauma response of the kiss. Yeah, she's kissing the guy, who, in that same car. She, her water broke with the baby of, of his best exact, friend,
0: of his dead best friend,
1: of his dead best
0: yeah. friend. Yeah, she's like, like I give, I bet, yeah, like they, that couldn't have not been in her mind. That that's probably the you know two of the biggest events in Liberty's life were giving birth to that child and her, the guy she was in love with being stabbed to death and holding him in her arms while he dies. So, yeah. being in Bobby's car <laughs> and kissing JT's best friend, one can only imagine that she is thinking of giving birth to JT's baby in that car, and maybe even, like, I don't know, what's the word, what's the, like, it's going to sound really weird and maybe like VC Andrews-ish, but, like, like, bring it back through Toby, like, start again through Toby, that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's like very reinvent, you know, like reinvent
0: what she had with JT with Toby.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like, but it's also mo- most people see it the other way—the very, you know, Shakespearean Hamlet of this is incest. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're basically you're basically with your your your, your husband's dead husband's brother. brother. Yeah, and which he does
0: call v- JT his brother
1: right yeah it's very yeah. hamlet it's very hamlet we've had the funeral mm-hmm. we've had the memorial we fought emma we fought mia on her baby thing. yeah where Liberty's in oh in her feelings everyone's you know again toby's trying to mitigate circumstances and make things better mm-hmm. and you know um not take sides but also you know take sides with liberty because he has feelings for her now. right and that whole thing like as, as much as those two characters, I believe, could have had a great relationship outside of this, um, this was never going to work.
0: Right. Yeah, I totally agree. I think JT's presence and now his absence definitely are two things that, like, make it so that Toby, regardless of how compatible they might be, the circumstances just will never be there. Maybe in, like, 20 years
1: yeah, even even in twenty years, like I mean, I feel like it's in one twenty of the... years
0: it'll be fine. Like if that would imagine. Okay, if I told you, hey, this new Nicholas Sparks novel came out, and the, then the plot is that two people meet again after meet again in twenty years after their his best friend and her ex boyfriend dies tragically in a stabbing, <laughs> and then they strike up a romance. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like we said, uh Toby and Liberty probably wouldn't work out. It's a little bit tragic though. I like it.
1: Yeah, it's got tragic energy. Mm-hmm. I certainly enjoyed them more than I enjoyed um Toby and Kendra. Yeah. Toby and Kendra were fine. But, like, but I think t- Toby and Liberty were the um the real pull of the heartstrings. Mm-hmm.
0: And they had stakes, you know. And uh we touched a little bit on the potential of JT or JPT, the potential of Toby and Holly J. Which I thought yeah. was an interesting bridge to, between Emma's class and Holly J's class. Um, I think it was a nice way to try and bridge those two together.
1: Yeah, a, a, little, a little weaving of story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, a, a, a little, you know, d- d- make the world more real yeah. sort of thing. I, I, I enjoyed that, too. I thought that was really fun. Yeah,
0: and I liked the idea of it so much. Like Holly J had a lot of good potential ships, unfortunately, that never happened. Like,
1: yeah, Toby, we really...
0: Spinner, like, b- both of those relationships were better for Holly J than fucking Declan.
1: Uh, when we finally get Yeah, to... in three years
0: when we get to Holly Jane, three <laughs> years.
1: Yeah, when I had to perform a seance because you've bled to death. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. But,
0: um, yeah, so, yeah, and then, yeah, he had that potential ship with Holly J. Um, and that's kind of it for Toby, right? Like,
1: no other shifts. That's yeah, that's kind of a wrap on Toby, I think. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I wanted to talk briefly about how, uh, like, regardless of the fact that Jake Goldsby had been demoted to guest star in seasons six and seven, the scene when they all find out that JT has died and Toby, or right before they find out that JT's died, and Toby tells the nurse or the doctor, um, Toby tells her, like, you can talk to me, I'm his brother. That made me cry for 10 years straight.
1: Oh, absolutely. Openly mm-hmm. weeping. That, good, that, oh. that
0: line just destroys me every single time.
1: Yeah. Openly weeping in our apartment on that couch. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I can't. And then I...
0: one little plot nugget that I forgot to mention that I almost forgot about that just randomly sprung back to mind was the war on Lakehurst when um, he starts his podcast.
1: Oh, that's Toby right Toby the Wood
0: First podcast on the series. I think maybe the only podcast on the series um because he had mm. made a podcast and he was, and he used it for evil.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> he used
1: Toby it. Isaacs using weaponizing a podcast against an entire. group
0: Yeah, because like Lakehurst, this was when Lakehurst burned down, came to Degrassi, and no one wanted Lakehurst there because obviously Lakehurst killed JT, as Emma would say. Which no, they yes. did not.
1: <laughs> they did not conspire and send a man over to no. JT. Or...
0: Uh, but Toby was
1: Johnny present. Yes, he yes, was. He it's was. not the point. <laughs>
0: But Toby was on Emma's side with that. And he was very much anti-Lakehurst. And um, he talked shit about them on his podcast. But then in order to bury the hatchet, he talks. He's he's like, look, guys, this is never gonna... Uh, what does he say? Like, we're never gonna... If you just keep fighting fire with fire, blah, 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 all of that. Morality yeah. stuff. And then he uh puts the t- the tape on jt's grave doesn't he he does and that's a really sweet scene because he's like you know what this is between me and jt this is this doesn't have to be a war for the world yeah yeah um that was a good plot for him i really liked that it was um oh poor kid both his friends are dead
1: both yeah, his best both friends, are friends are dead <laughs> He's a he's, he's a little he's a little brachiosaurus. All, All my friends, friends are, are,
0: dead. are dead.
1: Is it anecdote time? Yes. We'll, we'll, um, I'll let you go first. I don't have mine yet. <laughs> you don't have yours yet? Okay, fine. I'll um okay. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with the format just a little okay. bit. I was like Toby when I was in middle school, all throughout middle school. I was um, the kid with the, Ill fi- with the ill-fitting button-down shirts with the flames on them. I had problematic hair, um, questionable skin, and questionable taste in um, both friendship dynamics mm-hmm. and in, you know, people I'm dating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- something that I did that I wish Toby would have done was recognize the dynamic mm-hmm. and just say, you know what, fuck it. Absolutely fuck it because I really did say to that whole group of people like, A, you're not cool. Right. We weren't cool. B, I actually am hotter than all of you. <laughs> and C, there are, there's a whole wide world of people who are just so much better for me personally. Yeah. And then I went and dumped them all. And then I went with people who were better. And that was... You know something that I really wish they could have done with Toby. Mm-hmm. I believe they could have done with Toby because in my experience, I was the smart kid who would constantly put himself in harm's way just to fit in, right. and I took a lot of crap for a long time because I believed I didn't deserve any better. Right. And as it turns out, no, I just had to. I just had to actually say stop, and then you know not encourage the behavior because as it turns out people um hitting you mm-hmm. every day for five years that's not friendship that's um that's you being a little piece of shit right so you know when I got to high school and granted um the emotional um t- uh, the emotional toil of this friendship has been staggering over 11 years <laughs> right. but but you you don't beat me yeah. <laughs> and you <laughs> and you sure do you sure are supportive and you sure are um certainly a better friend to me than JT York ever was to Toby yes. Isaacs. <laughs> and I think that's, that's something that um, I think Toby deserved more moments of that, more moments of clarity. Like, yeah, that. yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. He
0: deserved so much better.
1: He deserves so much that better. Is a good,
0: and... That's a really good way to fuck with the format because I, I'm sure I could think of uh, a way that I wish they could have something. I wish they would have done to Toby one thing that i um i was like toby when i um when i started a podcast No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> lake is shit though,
0: <laughs> though um i was like toby in that part of my life like i would i had very very uh strong and polarizing opinions as a teenager And I, you know, I oftentimes did not let them out in the healthiest of ways. And um, I do wish that they had elaborated more on Toby's podcast, given him more of a platform to to speak and maybe even to be because he was he spent so much time being the voice of reason, have him um, be the voice of the series, you know, that would have been a beautiful way to see him off and to see everybody off. That's kind of where seasons six and seven really lack for me is lack of um lack of cohesiveness lack of kind of everything coming together in a way that means something regardless like they like obviously season six and seven have jt's death and like lakehurst coming and craig being on coke like all of those like big plot points but nothing ever seems to like birth anything nothing ever like comes of it it's all just sad
1: <laughs> yeah they never converge into a message right they never couldn't which i mean it, life isn't like that but also you, you can glean something yeah from it. we didn't glean we anything did not glean we a didn't...
0: single thing
1: <laughs> no and nothing was glean. all we did
0: was watch jt get stabbed um and i kind of wish that this had come out in a more um outspoken way for toby for him to like speak like kind of the like you know when somebody when when there is a death between friends or like family members or whatever and that the living person who was the weaker quote-unquote weaker link in their friendship um then has to quote-unquote live for the both of them or speak for the both of them you know whereas that's what toby could have done with jt was you know carry on his legacy in the in the way that jt was a media personality and like all of that stuff. Toby could have had a platform to carry on JT's legacy. And that would have been a beautiful way to see him off and to thank Jake Goldsby for the hard work he did on this show (laughs) that paid him dust.
1: (laughs) They paid him dust. They paid his lips even less. Uh, Beautiful They chapped those
0: lips. (laughs) They chapped his lips.
1: They chapped his lips. (laughs) And and we'll forgive them, maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, And they, you know, they tried to rectify what they did to Toby with, you know, Hunter. And I wouldn't even say they tried to rectify him with Connor because Connor got even less than Toby did.
1: Oh, yeah. Another set of lips that just repaid. (laughs) Absolute dust. dust. (laughs) Absolute dust. But um, yeah, that's a wrap on Toby Isaacs. A wrap on Mr. Toby winner Isaacs.
0: Oh, I love that. Toby W and the W stands for winner
1: Isaacs. Um, oh.
0: So, where can people find you on the social medias?
1: As always, I am Danny Boy Herman across all platforms. Nice.
0: I am at OMG. It's key across most platforms, those platforms being Instagram and TikTok mostly. And you can email this podcast at cuckoobananaspodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at podcast on Instagram. So, yeah, next week, I'm not entirely sure who I'll have for you. I'm extremely out of sorts, and I don't know. I'm not very organized right now, but that just means it'll be a surprise.
1: It'll be a surprise mm-hmm. for all involved. It'll be
0: we – don't, we don't know who the character is. We don't know who my guest host will be. Guests will just have to tune in next week and find out.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>